Alright guys, I'm gonna do my limit break. This should finish it. He, he doesn't look that phased, Chris. Um, I don't understand. Crystal Chronicles does not have limit breaks, so I'm new to this. Um, no, that should have that should have finished him. That should have. Oh oh. Oh god, here it comes. <sighs> I could have sworn, uh, uh, guys. I'm so sorry, but to be honest here, if we if we have to acknowledge what the issue is, Ben, you're underleveled. Yeah, and I know that's because we left you unconscious a lot and didn't save Phoenix Downs to use on you, but still, you're not pulling your weight. I think we're going to have to swap you out for Riku. Uh, Riku, though? I mean, she can steal. Maybe Waka. Maybe Waka. Can I at least hang out with Owaka? I don't... Oh, the merchant? Yeah. Oh. With, with the hat? I didn't, know that, I didn't know that you played 10. I have not. Oh. That's even more surprising then. How That's you, a deep pull. <laughs> how do you know that? Uh, because I, I've been wait, doing... Wait, wait, a podcast that you listen to. Just going to guess that. Throw and I've been doing research. Oh, oh shit, research. All right. Um, maybe, he, maybe if he's got research, then maybe he needs to... Wait, have you been researching how to beat the boss or researching for the debate? Uh, For the debate. Okay, yeah. Hold so yeah, we're benching his Hold ass. Hold on a second. Let me take a look at your sphere grid. You haven't used your sphere grid, Ben. There's nothing filled you in. You haven't filled in a single sphere in the sphere grid. Look at my sphere grid. Look how bright and colorful that bitch is. I filled in every blank spot. Oh, I've just been filling in this uh, blitz ball. Oh, why do you have a blitz ball covered in gems? You're not supposed to bedazzle them. Because it hurts more when I throw it at you. That's ridiculous, Ben. There's no way that you could pass. Ha! Oh, fuck that hurt. Oh, God. I'm already dead. Why did you do that? I told you it works. You know what else works? My my number one spell, theme song. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe. This is the Nerd Fight Battle Royal. It's the podcast where we pick a topic, pick our favorites, and then fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Jafar. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And we're here to debate our favorite Final Fantasy games that no. we drafted. Final Fantasy games. Not going to put any qualifiers on this. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Final. <laughs> well, we did. We did draft games, though. Or oh no, wait, we didn't. Chris got spirits within. Never mind. Our favorite. Our favorite no, Final no, Fantasies. No. We're drafting Final Fantasies. The, the first qualification was what Ben had to yeah, shoot. Favorite. <laughs> Fair enough. Regardless, you can hear all of that in last week's episode, um, the Final Fantasy draft. But we're here today to take our picks from last week and fight them to the death or maybe just for bragging rights i already said that yeah and i'm chris <laughs> fuck oh no we've looped ourselves it's like an unresolved chord <laughs> oh man we should draft our favorite time paradox movies Ooh, that could be fun can we draft our favorite time paradox final fantasy games <laughs> can we just draft our favorite time paradoxes no that 
that seems like a real easy way to uh, upset time travel and grandpa. Yeah. Mm. You ready for a time paradox, though? Sure. Ben wins episode 123. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Calling it now? Is yeah. that even going to be a draft or debate episode? I don't think... I think that'll be a draft um, unless we change some stuff up. Um, I'm... I'm the call is made. Right. Episode one twenty three. Ben wins episode one twenty three, and okay. not one before or after. <laughs> <laughs> that is his first win of of the post one hundred episodes. <laughs> so oh, that's right around the corner, guys. That's next week. Yeah. yeah. Which reminds me, we have to talk about something. Oh right, we have to find. Yeah, very Lo. very important. We have to find Lo so she can no. celebrate with us. We have to announce next week. I'll be announcing the winner of our contest. Yeah. Oh, we're still doing that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're still doing that. Next week, we're going to announce the winner. Um, next week is our hundredth episode. Yeah, very it's, very exciting. It's going to be our hundredth episode draft extravaganza. Very excited. Sure, oh. Surely, nothing bad is going to happen on that episode, right? No, just no, light, totally not. Just a lighthearted uh, episode where we talk about all of our favorite Tony Danza vehicles. No, uh, no, that's not what we're going to talk about. No, it's our, not going to be our Tony Danza draft extravaganza. No. No, not this time. But that, that was no. the that was the planza. No, 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 no. We're it doing a hundred percent poetry corners. It's Rita Stanza draft extravaganza about Tony Danza. If if you must, yeah, poems about Tony Danza. One hour's worth. Thank That's, you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Next week uh, we're going to be uh, fighting to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights, with all of our favorite draft topics of the last hundred episodes. It'll be a lot of fun. And I'm Chris. No, I, I. That's damn it. You can't say the words and then not finish them. But that's next week. This week we still got an episode to get through, so we're going to go ahead and get right into it. The first match of the Final Fantasy debate is Jafar versus Chris. And I'm just going to let you guys know I'm editing this one, and in between every uh, every round, I'm putting the audio from the full Knights of the Round Summon. Oh, boy. Longest episode ever. I'm going to buff this up by... It's about, what, 13 minutes long? I believe seven breaks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Hold on a second. Maybe that would be a live time, a live like real time challenge we could do. Is can we finish an episode before nights of the round? <laughs> I think we could do it if it's if we do if we use the right topic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Real quick, could you verify my picks? I think I forgot <laughs> to. Change. You're the worst, Chris. <laughs> I I no no I know that I know that okay. I have. I, I'm I'm fucking with you. Final Fantasy Eight. Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy Spirits Within, Final Fantasy 14, and Final Fantasy 10 2. Gotcha. Thank you. It was just the last two I had, had it written down. Okay. All right. So it's uh, who's up first? Jafar versus Chris. All right. I'll reach into this deck of Tetra cards and pull out your first one. Okay. Well, I will go ahead and uh, because I know Chris is taking Final Fantasy 8 because he's drafted himself into a wall of draft orders um i think i will put my thing down flip it and reverse it and take my fifth round pick preemptively here and take bravely default Mm, interesting because i was also going to go in reverse order and i'm going to take Final Fantasy X-2. oh man i would have taken final fantasy 10 that would have been fun (laughs) (laughs) We had one chance at that. It's gone now. 
Okay. I'm very excited to see what you guys do with this one. All right. Why is your game the ultimate multiplayer experience as Final Fantasy games are supposed to be? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this could have come up for a really wrong topic, for a really wrong pick. Um, okay. This one's easy for Bravely Default. Um, so there is a very unique mechanic in bravely default um that is the brave default mechanic um so what you do is instead of taking a turn you can store your turn so it's active time battle right so you reach the end of the gauge take your turn like a normal final fantasy early final fantasy games yeah i've never played one that does that okay um (laughs) crystal chronicles is active battles yeah Uh (laughs) so um in old final fantasies you like build up a gauge and then mm-hmm. you take your turn yep. and everyone's gauge runs based off their speed stats and all that stuff, depending on the game. So in bravely default, once you build up a turn, you can store it and build up another turn and then take two actions. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's the ultimate multiplayer game because you force everyone to wait for you all the time. You just store your turns. All right, Chris. Well, <clears throat> spoilers here. Oh, no. Um, I did not play Final Fantasy X 2. <laughs> did you did you boot up Final Fantasy X at least? <laughs> I played Final Fantasy X instead, and it was more fun. That's fair. Um, X's a lot of fun. What I did instead uh, was watch a speedrun race of this game, um, which I think is a race. which I think is appropriate because you get to watch two people playing this game in the most absurd way fashion. Er, er, the, well, fashion was correct, but yeah. in in the most absurd fashion imaginable, uh, employing every single tip and uh, trick to go through it as quickly as possible, which is kind of just a weird concept when it comes to Final Fantasy games. To put it into into like perspective, speedrunning Final Fantasy X takes like eight hours. Speedrunning Final Fantasy IX takes literally nine hours. I think like Final Fantasy games do not really go along with the concept of speedrun. They take an entire day to complete at top speed. Um, but yeah, I think that the most entertaining way to experience Tend to is to watch two people play it and you don't have to. And then one of them wins because they beat it the fastest, therefore having played it the least. <laughs> and if I might ask, what was the margin of victory? How, how much faster did the one who won win by? It was... Uh, only like a minute or so, I think. So it was real close. It was really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did it take for them to finish? I th- I want to say it was like an hour and a half or so. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Burned through that game. Yeah. So I'm sure you got the real 10-2 experience. I still... Okay. There's like a fucking mini game where you give a massage to the villain... In Like, you disguise yourself as one of the villain's henchmen and then give her a massage. I don't remember that from that game. Uh, watching this game... I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying Watching this game it. at breakneck speed somewhat, like, it condenses it into the weirdest bits, which are typically unskippable and also, like, at a normal pace as opposed to battle, which they're, like, kind of tricking through. Mm-hmm. Like, the, mini, the weird minigames are somehow like in original speed because there's nothing you can do to there's nothing you can do. So like there's no <laughs> speed tech for like giving the best massage. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just like real life. Yeah. You got to take your time with that shit. All right. Well, <clears throat> just like Chris's speed run, this is going to be a close one. 
but I'm going to give this one to Chris. Competing speedruns is a fun way to uh, to make a multiplayer experience out of a single player game. All right. Uh, the next match is Chris versus Ben. All right, so go Chris, ahead what and you got? Grab one of these triple triad cards. Okay. Uh, no, they're all Tetra cards. I'm pretty sure they're triple triad cards. They're triple triad cards. No, it's, it's Tetra. We've been over. Uh, you've been overruled. Then. They're they're they're. Let's put the let's let's put it this way for our listeners. They are cards from the Superior. Um, card-based card, Final Fantasy card-based mini game. Final, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it Every, that. Everyone knows what that is. Yeah. Okay. There's um, no questions there. So I'm going to take Final Fantasy 14. Okay. Ben, I will take Final Fantasy 9. All right. Ha <laughs> Mine is five bigger than yours. You don't have to throw it on the table, Chris. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Golf rules. Lowest number wins. <laughs> I call it a gun arm, so I'm never unarmed. Head to head, what's the best weapon in your game? All right. <clears throat> so Final Fantasy fourteen, um, in a very strange way, might be the most uh, true in form to the original Final Fantasy, um, and in fact, to like the first several Final Fantasies, um, in that uh, you have a job system, right? Okay. And it's kind of novel, right? This is an MMO. Of course, you have different classes. Um, but even for an MMO, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen has a lot of jobs. Um, I tried to Google how many classes or jobs does Final Fantasy fourteen has. And also keep in mind, I play this game. Um, yeah. And I can't find an accurate answer. Um, there is at least 10 jobs or classes, and these are just combat ones um, in the original base game. And they've released like two or three every expansion since. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm looking at this right now, and I think this is up to date. Just for combat, um, that's 7, 11, 14, 17 combat classes in addition to... Um, three gathering classes and another seven or eight crafting classes, right? Okay. And what this means is that while as an MMO, it has the standard assortment of uh, weapons that you would expect. And some of them are pretty cool, right? You can get Gabolg, the, you know, the famed spear. Uh, I think you can get Longinus's spear at some point because it's final fantasy and fuck it. Let's put in the spear that pierced the side of Christ. Um, yeah. There's a there's a ton there's a ton of really awesome spears. Um, I have Squall's Gunblade. I straight up just have Squall's Gunblade. You can get Lightning's Gunblade. Um, if you like a weapon from Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy fourteen is so fan servicey that you probably get it for free at some point. Um, okay. But so like Setzer's darts. <laughs> to be honest, I'd have to check to make sure it's not. Can you get Sword Chucks? I don't fuck yes. Is, is sword checks in a Final Fantasy game? It's in Nuclear Power, which is a, co- a web comic based on Final Fantasy One. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there are nunchucks. Um, unfortunately, I, I do know that. So you you can play oh not it. nunchucks, sword chucks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're talking top level weaponsmithing technology here. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, God, I haven't heard an eight bit theater reference in a very, 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 very long time. <laughs> um, 
And so it, it's kind of like it's impossible to choose the best weapon in terms of Final Fantasy fourteen. There's just too many. So what happens when you play an MMO for too long is you get a little burnt out, right? Yeah. And there's too many weapons. You've got too much gear. You're managing limited inventory space even, you know, you've got like hundreds of slots of inventory and, and you end up running out in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but when I got burnt out, I started mining. And no shit, I got my character to cap at mining before I did for combat. And it, I, it was like 30 hours or so that I really honestly enjoyed. And so I'm going to pick my trusty pickaxe from Final Fantasy fourteen. It was chill as fuck. I didn't have to fight nobody. I just dug my oars out of the mountain <laughs> and everybody left me alone. You know, you could have just like played Terraria, right? Yeah, but Terraria doesn't have triple triad. And Final Fair Fantasy fourteen has triple triad and you can play every single character, almost every single character in the game you can play. All right, Ben. So, you guys, we've done some some more esoteric drafts. What? We've done, you know, drink, and we've done food. I'd like to know what, mm-hmm. what the less esoteric drafts we've done are. Yeah, well, okay, we've done almost entirely esoteric drafts. There was a single... Hashtag yeah. uh, inaccessibly weird. There was a single <laughs> platonic draft where uh, we drafted from the concept of balls, right? Yep. Yeah. It was just a platonic solid, basically. Yeah, but one one I really enjoyed that we did was cheese because cheese was fun. I'm a bit of a foodie, and Final Fantasy IX appreciates food in that it has the wonderful character Quina, yeah, who is a blue mage who gains enemies' powers by eating them, and Quina's most powerful weapon is the gastro fork. Because it doesn't matter how strong or powerful an enemy is, the fork will will get you, and then Quino will eat you. Doesn't matter if you're you know some some crazy high level beast that's been roaming for hundreds of years in some legendary dungeon. Quino will eat you, and then learn your skills. I had no idea that Ben was into four. Okay, so- no, not four. There's nothing sexual about it. It's it's purely power based. Oh, okay. Yeah. That fetishes still sounds are, sexual to fetish, me. And fetishes <laughs> have nothing about power to them. Well, I don't want to be eaten. I want my associate to eat you and then gain your powers. Isn't Is that, that like cuckvoring? Cuckvoring? Cuckvor. Cuckvor. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks for making it weird, guys. <laughs> Hashtag inaccessibly weird. So. It's like my um, fucking job description. Stop <laughs> shaming me. <laughs> I thought that was your, your fetish. <laughs> Right, Being right. shamed on a podcast. It's the only way I can <laughs> achieve erection. <laughs> okay. Okay. Enough trying to make episode titles. Um, <laughs> so I just got to say, I asked for the best weapons in Final Fantasy, and I got a pickaxe and a fork. Barrett is disappointed in both of you. It's a legendary fork. I don't think so. I think because Barrett is a miner. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's, he's an eco-terrorist. Yeah. But when he, when he was... The town that he comes from is a yeah. mining town. So everyone in the town is a miner if you come from a mining town? He's literally the leader of, like, the miners' union who negotiate with Shinra. So he's a shop steward. <laughs> okay. he's, I'm just saying Barrett's probably in middle management. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. 
I got a pickaxe and I got a fork. A legendary fork. Fair enough. It is a legendary fork. And it had the gastro fork. Yep. Um, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the gastro fork. Um, if only because at least when you eat something, it presumably dies. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at this thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> gastro fork will fuck you up. That's that is just a trident. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty badass. Ben gets the point, which will take us to our next match, which is Ben versus Jaffair. Okay. I am going to go with Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. All right, we're tapping into that first round. May as well follow suit. That's my pickaxe, by the way. There's an ad covering it, Chris. <laughs> Stupid fucking ad. I mean, yeah, that's some it's Tomb Raider a, shit. It's a really sweet pickaxe. I will follow suit, Ben, and take Final Fantasy VI. Alrighty. All right. Poorly explain the plot of your game. The tricky part is, it's very hard to succinctly explain the plot of any Final Fantasy game. But I'm going to give it a try. So, you're a person from this town, and there's this evil fog everywhere, and you gotta lead a caravan through the fog to get stuff to recharge your crystal so that everybody doesn't die. And there's this evil space crab that came down, it's causing all the fog, and eventually you're like, hey, how about I just kill this evil space crab? Before you do that, you've gotta kill two, you've gotta kill God and God, because you have to kill them before they'll let you fight the space crab and then you kill God and then you kill the space crab and then the, the, the fog goes away. Fair. All right. What game was that again? Final fantasy crystal chronicles. (laughs) (laughs) Worth noting. I've not played crystal chronicles. It's getting a switch re-release next year. Yeah. Early next year. Yeah. So is harvest moon friends of mineral town. I'm so psyched. Do you kill God in Harvest Moon Friends of Mineral Town? No, but you Do kill... Do you kill God's sister? <laughs> no. You kill hundreds of hours of your life, though. All right. Jafar, uh, poorly explain the plot of Final Fantasy VI. Surprise, your main character is a summon, and her 13 best friends fail to save the day, but almost make it right. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I would have gone with second worst opera uh, uh, experience ever after Batman's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the opera in Final Fantasy VI is great. No, but everything uh, around it is not good. No, I mean, you, we don't know about how well the opera was uh, that Batman went to. We know the aftermath was bad. No, you you like act in the opera and everything. Oh, I in know. Final Fantasy VI, and then you fight Ultros afterwards. It's awesome. Um, anyways, yeah, so <laughs> Final Fantasy VI, if you're not familiar, um, uh, the main character is an Esper, which are also the summons in the game, mm-hmm. um, and they uh, lose halfway through the game, and the main bad guy wins, well, remakes the world in his image. No, no, straight up wins. No, but Kills like he, two-thirds of the planet. He's not the main bad guy until then. Well, yeah, but he's still the main bad guy of the game. Okay. And he was... 
a lackey of the main bad guy, but you also don't really deal with the emperor whenever you do. He's cordial. Like really Kefka's the bad guy the entire time. Secret bad guy. No, no. He very obviously the bad guy. Literally the first 30 seconds you meet him, you, you get a maniacal laugh. Um, okay. And then he poisons a whole town and he does all kinds of stuff. He's he's wicked. He's bad. Um, and then, yeah, so they don't actually save the day, but then they manage to kill him after he becomes a god because if you're not killing a god, are you even playing a Final Fantasy game? That's Let's yes. be honest. Final Fantasy VII snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you sure? You know what? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a tough one, uh, but to me, I think the clarity and succinctness of you have to fight God, then God's sister, then a space crab. Uh, I think that wins it for me. <laughs> yeah, you only killed one God. I killed two gods and a space crab. <laughs> so, ben I mean, if we want to talk about space crabs, Chrono Trigger still sitting on the board. If we want to talk about space crabs, we could do a Mass Effect draft. Or uh, the STDs of James T. Kirk. <laughs> space crabs. I was also talking about STDs. I know. Shepard gets around. I, I, you could have also been talking about the Rachni. <laughs> also true. Yeah, they're space spiders. Yeah, they, they have an exoskeleton. Well, technically, crabs are just sea spiders. So, yeah. All right, the next match is Chris versus Jafar. Mm, does that make you feel weird? No. They're space crabs really. with tentacles. Yeah, I know. I've, I've played those games. They're good. No, I meant the fact that crabs are just spiders that come from the sea that you eat. Oh, I don't. Well, you don't eat them. I don't eat them. Because you don't eat spiders. I don't eat spiders or yeah, crabs. They're not that bad. You know, I probably shouldn't admit to eating crabs in this bunker. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. You no. might piss off some man spiders. Yeah. You know, I was hanging out in the cafe the other day. You were in the cafe the other day. Yeah. Um, I was going to get some, uh, well, you know, the, the, sweet, the, the sugar-free sweetener. I was going to go and use it to clean up some of the paintings. Yeah. I should get back to that. Yeah, I, I can't remember what I did, but I feel like I started to clean up some of the paintings. Yeah, mm, so. need something to do. Yeah, some of them are really cool. In fact, some of them vaguely match plot points of Final Fantasy games. So, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of space crabs in them. That's true. Hmm. And, and Ben is almost always the space crab. Jafar, you're almost always dressed like a clown. Um, hmm. And I'm almost always a chocobo. Or at least I assume it's a chocobo. It's big and fluffy. And, and yellow. Maybe I'm Big Bird? I don't know. Is Big Bird a chocobo? So what's your pick, Chris? Can uh, you, does he play chocobo hot and cold? I don't know. Can you ride Big Bird? That's the operative thing. Can you? Um, I would assume, given the displacement of Big Bird's mass, that if you were a no. small child, you could probably ride Big Bird, but I don't think a grown man could ride he's Big got, Bird. He's got big, strong legs. No, you he know? doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he's got tiny short legs. Well, for a bird, his legs are pretty thick. For a bird, yes, but... I don't think you're remembering how big birds' legs look, and I'm willing to take some time on podcast Let's to, not. To, to, to Google that. And Jafar wins the point. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going we'll to, just save that criteria for later. It's I'm, fine. I'm continuing to go in reverse order, and I am choosing Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Oh, God. All right. Well, um, Final Fantasy Spirits Within has a famously bad ending, so I will counter it. <laughs> it has a famously bad 
beginning and middle as well. Um, but I will I'll counter with the game with uh, more than a dozen endings, Chrono Trigger. <laughs> My deadbeat dad is a space whale. Why is your villain the most villainous? So, Chris, the villain of Spirits Within is not Big Bird, who you are still Googling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe, okay, before I set this to rest and begin my my argument, Internet, please help me find this out. Let's let's put the hive mind to use. Can a man ride Big Bird? Is Big Bird Chocobo? No. (laughs) And and can, can I ride Chocobo? Can I ride Big Bird? Leave leave a comment in the section below. Um, you're gonna have to repeat the puns. <laughs> I was too busy googling Big Bird. I'm sorry. Ha 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 ha! My deadbeat dad is a space whale. Why is your villain the most villainous? Um. The villain of Final Fantasy Spirits Within is Sony, a very old villain. <laughs> um, it's a villain that we've been dealing with pretty much since the dawn of time. Um, and this villain has had many victims throughout the years. Um, one could argue that when Rome was sacked, this was really the villain. Um, uh, you know, the, the the burning of the library at Alexandria, probably the same thing. Um, the downfall of the recently announced and then killed sequel to Silent Hill, Silent Hills, as well as anything that Hideo Kojima was doing for Konami. Um, the villain of Final Fantasy Spirits Within is capitalism, um, and that's really the worst villain of all. You should play The Outer Worlds. I am, and I like it. <laughs> it is making me uneasy. <laughs> I'm trying to find the middle path in every, t- in every uh, little, like, Oh, side with the anti-establishment or side with the corporation. I'm trying to find the middle path every time, and I'm pretty sure that the game is going to come around in like the, th- the third act and be like, you suck. <laughs> you suck. There is no middle path. You should have been an anarchist or a corporatist. You feel like the rubber band's getting tighter and tighter? <laughs> is that a watermelon? No, it's actually, uh, that is what uh, Father DeSoto explains the path as. If you try to stray from it, it's like a rubber band getting tighter and tighter, and eventually it snaps you back. Father DeSoto, you say? Yes. Vicar Max. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. I thought DeSoto was a name from Star Trek. It is. It's also one of your companions in the Outer Worlds. Vicar Maximilian DeSoto. Oh, so his, his last name is DeSoto. Yes. Oh, okay. He's just listed as Vicar Max. Yep. Some. Okay, well, I'm glad you guys could nerd out about that while I was sitting here on Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, so Please, were you trying to settle my my quandary? No, I was going to talk about Lavos, the main villain of Chrono Trigger. Okay. Who's a 65 million year old space crab. Mm, like, I do like fighting space crabs. Look at that space crab. That is a pretty big space crab. He's a huge space crab. And after you get him in the head there, you crawl into his exoskeleton and you fight him more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lavos, of course, being uh, big fire in caveman language, 
which is when he lands on Earth and buries himself underneath to later cause an apocalypse in the year 1999. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which, to be honest, right now, sounds pretty good. Just 20 years overdue. Yeah. So um, you go into the future, you go past the apocalypse, and you see like the remnants of humanity and everything's sad. And you end up uh, working to prevent the apocalypse you're forgetting, from happening. You're forgetting a really important step, which is that you win silver points. Oh, you well, you you win silver points before you meet Lavos. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's a really important yeah, narrative. No, I am step. Gato, yeah. you know. You have I, metal joints. I have metal joints. Thank you. Beat me, me up. up and get 15 silver points. Yeah, you don't fuck around with that shit. Um, God, Camo ran a Chrono Trigger big eyes small mouth game in college and i played as gato in it nice <laughs> which game was it that we did the cold open where you did the gato one and the next time i did the ben one <laughs> it was and like, we talked about the inflation was, caused by yeah, one the, asshole traveling through time and selling <laughs> all of everything at the same point in time <laughs> <laughs> i think that might have been the original rpg's draft yeah, yeah. it's a possibility <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, yeah, inflation's a real problem in Chrono Trigger. (laughs) I went to the future and got all the stuff, and then I went to 15 minutes before I sold it to you and sold you everything. Yeah, there's some problems there. (laughs) One shopkeeper has the entirety of a world's historical production. Uh, Yeah. Actually, I think that shopkeeper becomes a black hole, and then that's how the game ends, right? Oh, the game ends after you crawl inside Lavos even further into his exoskeleton and beat his third form. But yeah, that too. I mean, you get to fight three space crabs for the price of one here. That feels pretty accurate because if somebody were to try to kill me, I'm pretty sure they'd have to crawl inside me three different times to do it. Because I'm crafty like that. Well, you guys both made uh, very convincing arguments, but... One of you had space crabs, so Jafar wins. Huzzah! Okay. Note to self. Space, space crabs. crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we space say space crabs, I'm giving you air guns, by the way. I don't know if you noticed before, <laughs> but space crabs and air guns, synonymous. And this is an audio format, so I felt it needed to be said. All right, next space round. Crabs. Ben versus Chris. So go ahead and hand me the uh, triple triad card there on the top of the deck. You mean the the Tetra card? So like I said, triple triad. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to think of another card game from a from a fucking doesn't matter. Triple triad's the best one. It's not even a question. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. I'm going to take Final Fantasy VII snowboarding. Okay. And I'm going to take <laughs> I'm not even shitting you about this one. This is literally just the next thing in my list. I'm going to take Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I'm looking forward to both of your answers here. Ben, you do go first. Yes, I do. It's called Final Fantasy for a reason. (laughs) Why should the series have ended with your entry? (laughs) So, throughout the Final Fantasy games... Can we just get a little clarification real quick? When did Final Fantasy VII snowboarding come out? Final Fantasy VII snowboarding. Did it come out as a demo before... Final Fantasy 7? Oh, goodness, no. It's a mobile game. It is so, a mobile game. Okay. I don't think anyone was running around on a BlackBerry in 97, 98, whenever Final Fantasy 7 came out. Hmm. Maybe 96. It was released in 2005. Okay. 
Now, is that before or after uh, Lightning Returns? It's got to be before. I have no idea. I'll just assume it's before for the sake of my own merriment. Okay. Continue, Ben. So, in Final Fantasy games, you have, you've had a lot of very, very dangerous villains. Mm-hmm. You've had evil generals and gods and space crabs. Lots of space crabs. Yeah. But in Final Fantasy VII, you fight something even more powerful than space crabs and deities. Your opponent is gravity. It is a force of nature. I feel like you fight gravity in Final Fantasy V, but continue. (laughs) I might be remembering that game wrong. Once you've defeated gravity, there's nowhere else to go. The entire canon of Final Fantasy is basically monkeys with typewriters. So, yeah. It might have been four. I could see Kane doing that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you killed gods and space crabs. And and now you got to do a sick, sweet backflip. And dodge some, snow, uh, some snowmen. And dodge some snowmen. Just got to make yeah. it down to the end. Is it just like that old Windows game? No. The, 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 no, it's not solemn. ski-free. Ski-free, okay. In my mind, it's ski-free but cloud with the buster sword on his back. Um, <laughs> don't think he keeps the buster sword on his back for the game. Oh, I really wish he kept the buster sword on the base <laughs> back for the game. <laughs> All right, Chris, why should Final Fantasy VII have been the last Final Fantasy? So there's a lot of easy arguments here, I think. A lot of people consider that the series really peaked with seven. Um, well, I don't agree with that uh, at all. Yeah, um, eight's your favorite, so I'm, is, eight, I'm, eight I'm looking my, for a real good argument Eight here. is my favorite. Nine's great. They've even made good strides. Fourteen is excellent after having launched abysmally. They went back and recreated it from scratch. Yeah, 15's awesome, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to try playing 15 again, I think, because I, like, I want to at least beat it in order to have, like, an accurate uh yeah it's just a story about some bros broing out going camping with their coleman branded gear yeah eating cup noodles to be clear the broing out the coleman the cup noodles all of that was never my problem with it also you get cho- you get really awesome chocobos in that game and i love chocobos right the regalia is fun too yeah. There we go. You get it. Just a, don't fly and expect to land easily. You, you get a sweet car. <laughs> you um, do get a sweet car. Um, but no. Do you know what happens, Jafar, if um, if the Final Fantasy universe ends in 1997? What happens? As opposed to 2005. Or, or 2008 when they got rid of that game. Okay, or 2008. Do you know what happened in 2001? Uh, Spirits Within? Spirits Within happened. If the Final Fantasy universe ends in 2005, mm-hmm. then the events of 2001 do not happen, and we do not have the spirits within i think that's something we can all agree on um man i really liked 10 8 was solid i think ending at 7 is too soon at least when you end in 2005 then we still get some of those games and we don't have to suffer through final fantasy 13 and it's two sequels well yes but you also go out on the note of Final Fantasy VII snowboarding. That's the last entry. That's like Metal Gear Survive is the last entry for Metal Gear. And it is. And honestly, that's how it's going to be with this game series. Uh, Case in point, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So 
I think I'm going to give this to Ben. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> hey, you need to get Final Fantasy IX. It's the best one. All right. The last match before the finals is Jafar versus Ben. I'm going to... Or you go first. Sorry. I do go first. And I'm going to take 10. Yeah, I'm going to take... I'm taking 10. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll, we'll meet you back here in a little bit. <laughs> and I will take Final Fantasy 1. The oh. Final Fantasy. <clears throat> who, who, who took 5 and why did we not play some jazz? Uh, um, Dave no, Brubeck. No one drafted Final Fantasy 5. I thought about it. It's a fun game, but... Okay. It's a bit weird. Final Fantasy V is weird because a meteor kills your grandpa. Why is that weird? Because in, in most Final Fantasy games, your grandpa would just be a meteor. It's true. No, no, no. Why is it weird? That's how both of my grandpas died. Oh, shit. I'm sorry for bringing that up, Chris. I thought that's just how all grandpas died. What's our criteria? Page- oh, no. Sometimes they shoot themselves into the moon a la Space Cowboys. Well, yeah. Yes. That is now... I'm sure that's, Chris knows that's how he wants to go. That's kind of that's kind of like the it's kind of like you flip the premise on its head. Instead of a meteorite killing you, you kill yourself by becoming a meteorite, really. So at first, Ben, I was all like, what episode of Cowboy Bebop is that in? Fuck. And then no, I remembered Space, no, Cowboys. Space Cowboys, the movie. The movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. It took me a minute. Yeah. Where Tommy well, Lee Jones kills himself by shooting himself by riding missiles into the moon. Man. And what a world we live in. That is a movie that got made. <laughs> Dude, that movie is sweet. <laughs> Pitch a direct sequel to your game. All right. So Final Fantasy X, right? <laughs> Games clearly I wonder never what, had a sequel. So I, I wonder what a direct sequel to Final Fantasy X would be. Well, let's talk about that. Okay, so what are the things people liked about Final Fantasy X? Um, did they like um, the eldritch god that you fought? Not really. Uh, that seemed kind of drummed out. Um, how about the religious uh, socio-political subplots? Everyone seemed to really dig those with the background in Seymour and stuff and the faith. So we're going to focus on those because clearly that was everyone's favorite part about Final Fantasy X. Yep. Nailed um, exactly. Um, so everyone really liked Yuna and Riku, right? So what we're going to do is we're basically going to clone the two of them together and give them a like, it's like the mid 2000s. So we need like an edgy punk girl that is almost indistinguishable from them. Um, but everyone in Final Fantasy 10 who's a lady has to have weird eyes, right? So I think we're going to give her red eyes because Yuna's got one green eye, one blue eye. Like, not David Bowie, because I'm not going to get into that again, but like David Bowie. Um, and then, you know, Riku's got these bright green eyes because she's all bad. So we're going to go with just these bright red eyes for no fucking reason, right? That seems logical, right? You guys still with me? No. And we're just going to have it be the three of them because one of the com- big complaints about Final Fantasy X was the sphere grid took forever to fill out. So we're just going to go ahead and squash that whole thing, condense it down into like five or six spheres um and that way it's a lot easier to fill out the kids won't get as confused we'll make millions selling this to children um and you know everyone requested because it wasn't really in there the big complaint is when you equipped gear it didn't change how your character looked so we're gonna have 
not customizable because this is the PlayStation 2 era and that's asking a lot right now. So we're just going to have like a bunch of different outfits. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Guys, I just had a brilliant thought. We're going to combine the outfits with the like six spheres on the sphere grid. Okay. We'll call them sphere dresses, right? Because it's all ladies, so we don't have to worry about any of that. And uh, yeah, so you just put on a new sphere dress, and everyone loves the summons from Final Fantasy. That's like everyone's favorite thing to do is to watch like 15 minute long summons. So we're going to make it really easy to change your outfit, and we're going to just full on rip off Sailor Moon on this bitch, and it's just going to take note from the editor here. What Jafar is doing is he's pitching what is actually 10-2, just in case you didn't notice this. If you haven't played 10-2. If you haven't played 10-2, Jafar is describing 10-2. Note from the actual editor, I'm editing this episode. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> um, I needed that interruption in my flow. Um, yeah. <laughs> fuck, where was I? You're oh, done. Yeah. Sphere dresses. <laughs> so, you're, I, think, I think I got it. Um, I yeah, got so... Um, the big plot point at the end, Titus, is he alive? Is he dead? He was dead the whole time, but he's kind of there, but he's gone. So what we're going to do is not answer that fucking question for all of the gameplay. And then at the very end, we're going to tease him coming back and then never commit to it for another 12 years until we release a remaster of this game where we'll just do an audiobook for it because fuck it. All right. Final Fantasy 10 sequel. That's what we're going to call it. Final Fantasy dash sequel. Final Fantasy. Look who's talking to. <laughs> okay. Ben. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I need to take 10 after that. Yeah. So in the end of Final Fantasy, you and the uh, heroes of light go back into the past Uh Go into uh, the fiends temple, fight the four fiends, uh, uh, defeat chaos, and then return home, having saved all of the universe. But because you created a time paradox, no one can ever know. Which means you and your your team of the four heroes of light are now cosmic saviors who are completely unknown by the rest of the world in time you are in your time now as unknown people you you are not famous so my pitch for a final fantasy 2 is using the knowledge that whatever you do you will be an unknown person in your time you go back through time fighting uh different villains and horrors because chaos is back and he wants revenge and you can't you are always able to go incognito because the the time paradox has made it so that you're not famous so you're able to go up and fight all of these you know horrors that he's trying to send through time but you're always able to be incognito because the paradox has made you uh uh not famous so you're able to go and keep saving time uh, and keep saving the world uh, using a time paradox to your own advantage. So you don't show up and it's like, hey, you're the guy who stopped the last seven plans because no one knows who you are. 
was really waiting for some space crabs. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there's space crabs in Final Fantasy One. No, Final Fantasy One predates space crab technology. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what you could use a sequel for—is putting space crabs. Okay, yeah, it's on the it's on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Too By late. then, they have space crab technology. <laughs> it's too late, as Metroid proved. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, in the spirit of this podcast. I can't go with an earnest answer. <laughs> I have to go with the cynical jackassery. And for a second, I thought Jafar was talking about something other than the exact sequel to Final Fantasy X-2. <laughs> and for that brief moment, I was I was bewildered. And then I got it, and I thought it was quite funny. And so I'm going to give it to Jafar. Huzzah! Also, Ben, you kept saying incognito, and I just kept thinking about Cuck 4. So, what? Thanks. <laughs> oh, like incognito mode on Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> Where you watch all of your porn. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they should like just call it people. They should just call it porn <laughs> mode. Porn mode. <laughs> okay. Oh, Do you think that like if we made a browser <laughs> with <laughs> it just had porn mode? It was like permanently in porn mode and it had like quality of life fixes for like the viewing of porn okay, exclusively all, all of that sounds very difficult to do so why don't what we do is instead just release a chrome extension that changes the name of incognito mode to porn mode yes <laughs> yes my favorite extension though i've ever gotten was uh one that changes every image to be to nicholas, nicholas cage. cage yeah and i set it up on on uh my wife's computer to turn on on uh april fool's day yeah mm-hmm. unfortunately she w- she's a teacher and the system she uses to take attendance is all image files <laughs> so she went to take attendance and it was just thousands of overlapping pictures of nicholas <laughs> cage <laughs> and she was so pissed because she couldn't take attendance that day that's just shoddy software engineering mm-hmm. all right well with that we go to the finals and into the finals, we have Ben versus Jafar. Uh, I got robbed. What Final Fantasy is he in? Um, he would be in Final Fantasy Smash Brothers. Because hmm. you can fight Rob versus Cloud. Yeah, makes sense. All right. What? Isn't it's Cloud's in Smash Bros. Yeah. And Rob's in Smash Bros. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Checks out. You said Final Fantasy Smash Brothers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's not a specific. <laughs> no. Okay. No. No. But you guys have been playing real fast and loose with what you guys count as a Final Fantasy. So. All right, Ben. Lock it in. Gonna dance with the one that brung me. Crystal Chronicles. All right. And I'm going to finish off my list and go with Final Fantasy. I mean, Star Wars. I'm going with Star Wars, Final Fantasy 12. All right. <clears throat> Recently, Final Fantasy games and Kingdom Hearts have gotten pop song tie-ins. Pick a time-appropriate pop tie-in for your game. Okay. Okay. So the most important thing you can do with a... Uh, a pop song or a musical tie-in for a video game mm-hmm. is make some really kick-ass commercials. Okay. This is, this is what you get a tie-in song to do. You have it so it can be the backing track to, you know, your gameplay footage, you know, your mm-hmm. E3 release and your, you know, 
60 second ad spots Mm -hmm. and you want something that, uh, you know, emphasizes what makes your game interesting. And the thing that was different about, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles was there was no turn base to it. It was all, uh, uh, in screen action, much like a chrono trigger. Uh, and, uh, that you were playing with your friends. And so it's four friends sitting down at their GameCube. One's got the controller. The other three have their, their Game Boys with the plug-in adapters. And one of them makes a really cool move. And the, they all, the other three friends turn, look, and go, I like the way you move. And <laughs> bam, Outcast starts playing. <laughs> I like the way you move. As you know, they're hacking and slashing their way through villains, <laughs> fighting gods and space crabs. It's light. It's fun. Mm. Okay, so gods and space crabs sounds like a movie that's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with "The Way You Move" by uh, Outcast. Outcast. Okay. Um, so um, there's two ways you can really use a song when you get it licensed, right? There's the first way you can use it commercially or you can try and use it a little bit more artistically, right? So you don't have to pay for it. Um, you don't have to pay as much for it <laughs> for sure. If it's not going to be in ads and it's just going to be like in the game, then you can kind of get away with paying a lot less for it. I imagine. Um, so final fantasy 12 came out in 2006 very early 2006. So I'm going to tap one of the top pop songs of 2005, right? So it hadn't really faded from consciousness, but the radio played started to spin down a little bit. So you might smile when you hear it instead of go, Oh God, this song again, okay. right? Ben, I know you're going to smile when you hear this one. Okay. Um, so uh, one of the main plot points in final fantasy 12 and one of the first true dramatic moments, the game starts um, with a time jump, right? So you start at the initial battle of this war and then you time jump to, I think it's 15 years after, right? Mm-hmm. 10 or 15 years. You, you play um, as brother, but oh wait, oh no, brother dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, you're with Captain Bosch, right? Uh, in the initial war scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Captain Bosch is uh, captured. So you know this, uh, but when you fast forward, it's Captain Bosch is dead, right? And it's a cover up that this like most important soldier of the war effort was killed in the initial valley uh, volley did so much damage that they had to cover it up. And so the first true dramatic moment and the first real big cinematic is finding captain Bosch, right? And so we're going to start this real low in the background and slowly bring it in as we play the game over the course of the cinematic and dungeon because something terrible has happened, right? And you need to find Captain Bosch so that you can tell him what happened since he's been gone. <laughs> because the world's gone to shit. Yeah, yeah. Since he's since been, been gone. gone. And that's no good. You need Bosch to come back and hear me say how he pictures the world has completely changed and he needs to know that since he's been gone things have really gone to shit and we need Captain Bosch back 
to defeat the empire. How dare you use mm. America's greatest songbird against me? Okay. You're the one who put on the bucket hat. That so just need to make a very quick and very important point. Um, using a song or, or a copyrighted art or piece, piece of art um, in such a fashion as to publicize it or in a transformative fashion, while not technically unillegal, uh, is usually looked over by, uh, you know, since he's, since you've been gone, Bosch, the world's gone to shit. I changed the lyrics. Uh, yes, but I, I just want to make the point that that's what we're doing. Right? It's transformative for it, sure. No, is, we're also making no parody. income on this. <laughs> we're making no income. And also you should definitely buy, uh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly yeah. Clarkson. Uh, that was off of now 2005. So I believe that is from her album Behind These Hazel Eyes. I believe so. Yes. It's just it's really important. That it's we, a very, very good that, album that we make a point of it publicizing is. this album. So we do not get sued for this. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kelly. And who is in no way given her expressive permission and that copyright belongs to her and her record label, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She puts on a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> you ever feel like a character in Breaking Bad, except the crystal meth is just the music samples you've used in a podcast without getting permission? <laughs> 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 like, like, I'm, like, I'm really good at it, but also I know something's coming down the line. The RIAA is the one who knocks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Well, now I'm sad. I, I had a choice between uh, Outcast or I was going to pander really, really hard to Chris uh, yeah. <laughs> and go with uh, Forever and for Always by Shania Twain because she's ca- Canada's greatest songstress. Mm. Step over, Celine Dion. Shania Twain's here. Y'all been sleeping on my girl Carly Rae, okay? Her new album is fantastic. Well, she was not around in 2003. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> So, I've never seen this happen before. Jafar has actually pandered to his opponent. That's true. <laughs> I just wanted the bucket hat to come off, really, for both of our sakes. And I think that I think that um, in addition to an excellent choice, very thematically appropriate, I want to reward that instinct of 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 you know. A positive reinforcement here. Po- positive reinforcement of pandering to your enemies. Um, uh, so yeah, so Jafar is going to get this one. All, All right. right. And Ben can't be angry because really the winner here is Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, and she's fantastic. <laughs> I got to listen to Kelly Clarkson music. I'm happy. Is there a T in there? Or is it no, just, okay. there is not. All right, just it's Kelly Clarkson. Yep. All right, Ben. So well, I get to pick the topic for next time? You get to pick the topic for the time after next time. Why is that? Because next week is our 100th episode, where besides announcing the winner to our contest, we're also going to play a special game with all of the draft topics we've used thus far. Woo! Cool. So you get to pick the first, uh, you get to pick the topic for episode 101, Ben. All right. It means I get a week to plot and scheme. Yes. Well, yes. an additional week, because there's time yes. in between. Well, normally, well, well yeah. I would have to call it now. But he's gonna, he's I have gonna, to call it at the end of next week. He's going to call it the end of next week? Oh, you're going to call it the end of next week? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Works for me. Um, take the extra week to research your picks. Mm-hmm. Yep.
Thanks as always to the Kickstand Band for our theme song, How It Feels. You can find their music on thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. And feel free to shoot us an email at drafteuniverse.gmail.com. Let us know if there's something we're really forgetting to do. God, I always feel like there's something we're forgetting we're to, to do. Or if you can come up with a, a fun uh, category that I can use against my opponents. Also, I'm missing a tooth and... Ben, I think my nose has definitely been broken. Your nose has been broken, and Jafar. I've been wearing sunglasses for the last week straight because light hurts my eyes. Yeah. Also, my nuts really hurt. I'm sorry. That's normal, though. Also, thanks to our social media manager Keith um, for monitoring our Facebook page for us at mm-hmm. Facebook.com/DraftTheUniverse. You can engage with us there or on Twitter at DraftTheVerse, and we will see you next week for our hundredth episode. Holy shit! Holy yeah. shit! See you next week, Internet.